Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the ISO Review Podcast, a production of Simplify ISO. The ISO Review Podcast shares the latest international standards development and is your resource for getting the most out of your management systems. Hello, I'm Howard Fox, business coach and host of the Success Insight Podcast, and I am joined today by Jim Moran, ISO Management System Professional, now celebrating his 31st year delivering ISO support. Jim Moran, so good to see you again. How are you doing? Well, Howard, it's great to be back in the studio with you as the uh, temperatures start to rise in both our countries, and uh, we're getting good suntans and lots of excellent movement in our joints these days with all the heat. There you go. Actually, I need some more uh, movement in my joints, but I will say I barbecued outside yesterday, and I didn't even have to heat up the grill (laughs) for a little while. If you've got a black car, you can just uh, throw the egg right on the hood and it'll cook it right up for you. I know people have actually done that. They've gone out to Death Valley where it's 132 degrees and fry, tried to fry an egg in it or on the uh, on the ground or asphalt or on the, the hood of the car. And I, I think I need to go do some uh, Googling and uh, of YouTube videos and see what is reality actually like. But it is hot. It's very yeah. hot. Well, that's great. And that's what we love about both of our areas where we live, the variety in our different seasons. You don't get a lot of snow on the main street of Las Vegas, but uh, here we are uh, all together and um, making sure that we've got our listeners up to date on the latest developments in ISO. I love that. And so what is on our agenda today? On our agenda today, Howard, is this document called ISO 27008. And it's it's for assessing or doing a technical assessment of your information system controls. And if you recall from our previous work together, this is the part of ISO 27001 that's known as Annex A. There are 93 controls required in there. They're in four different categories, organization, people, physical, and technical controls, those four groups. And this is rather than just simply doing an internal audit of them to see if they're implemented, see if they're getting you the results, see if risks are being managed, see if they have any ideas for improvement. This goes beyond that and gives you guidance on how to review and assess the information security controls um, that you have in your system. It's and it'll work for any kind of organization, any size, any place, uh, any any industry works through every industry, and uh, it gives you more guidance on how to determine whether or not your controls, even if you're measuring them properly. We've got things like how to do doing assessments, the assessment process. Um, how to analyze the processes. And another thing you'll see in this document are how to examine the techniques you're using. And also, uh, many of my clients don't do this, and I'm going to get them to work on it after I learn a little bit more about it. It's the testing and validation techniques. You got to know how to sample how many events on your uh, drive on your uh, system are you going to take a look at through the logs and then the control 
actually assessing the controls themselves, how you prepare for it, uh, planning the assessment, uh, conducting the reviews, and analyzing reporting results. And there's lots of information here that can expand the way you look at your information security management system, ISO 27001. And it also includes, this 27008 also includes a reference to uh, ISO 27002, which we did a podcast on a while back. And it's the document that takes each of the individual 93 controls and expands them to anywhere from a page to a page and a half with explanations and examples. This document as well of 27,008 includes technical assessment guide for cloud services. And I think most of our listeners probably use the cloud for something. For something, and this, yeah. Yep. I, I don't work with any companies who don't use the cloud. I'm sure there are some who do, but uh, at least here you get some guidance on how to assess cloud services and how to position and uh, purpose the services you're looking at, your own services. And of course, there are many other international standards that relate to cloud services. You and I were talking about one earlier. It's included in 27,036 supplier relationships since cloud services are one of your suppliers. And we'll talk about that at the end of today. Let our listeners know that we've got a couple more a podcast coming up on um, the sort of overview of how to manage your suppliers with relation to information security. The other thing that you'll find in this document, 27,008, the assessing information security controls is the idea of a server virtualization, network virtualization, storage virtualization, and service management. And of course, we all hope we can get from Monday to Friday in one piece without any incidents. And this particular document will help an organization make, take a better look at how, how, how valid or how, how good their information security controls are. The ones, as we've said so many times in Annex A. And it provides just another bit of overview guidelines for information or the management of the controls. So when you think of managing and you think of managing your controls, as I mentioned earlier, it's more than just seeing if the control is there and seeing if the person who it affects is understands it. We want to find ways to measure it uh, and, and take a real close look at these controls to make sure that they're not just simply there in word that they're actually working. And in order to do this, there are a few steps that, have, that you'll see when you take a look at this topic, seven steps actually. And the first thing is to understand uh, the purpose, the scope of this particular document, 27,008. And it wants to help you measure the performance and effectiveness of the controls, as I've said so many times. And this gives you some guidance on how to do that. You could look at it just and say, is this thing good? Or you could use the guidance in this document to do a more thorough assessment of your uh, controls you've got in place. Your registrar comes in 
and they assess the controls. And, but again, you're there more often than they are. Clearly you're there 365 days of the year. They're there three or four days and you can see a lot more. And if you have a good way to look at them or a structured way to look at them, you can get a lot more valuable information about how effective they are. So the second step is to assess what you need. What are your organization specific requirements for measuring the security controls? Remember in the actual clauses of ISO 27001, there's clause nine, which is called performance measurement. And it's got some requirements in there you have to meet. You have to figure out what you're going to measure. You also have to do an internal audit, clause 9.2, and a management review, clause 9.3. But the higher level stuff like that doesn't get right down to the individual controls like this particular document helps you do. And you're even determining which control so you need to measure. There are 93 controls. You don't have to measure or examine or evaluate, validate, verify all 93 controls. Just pick the ones that are going to be most valuable to you and the ones that match with your risk appetite. The third step is to understand the measurement framework. And to do that, you familiarize yourself with the measurement framework in this standard and includes defining objectives, identifying indicators, selecting measurement methods, collecting data, analyzing results, and reporting findings. People would expect to do that for pretty much any type of measurement that they would take. And the fourth step is to integrate this, the activities in the, that you're doing with ISO 27008, integrate them with 27001. And this document, 27008, is designed to be used alongside 27001. And of course, that in, implies you'll be using the information, the guidance information in 27002 as well. Just a reminder for listeners, 27002 is the document, as I said earlier today, that explains each of the 93 controls in great detail, about a page and a half on each one, actually. Mm -hmm. And uh, this document, 27008, provides guidance on measurement aspects specifically, complementing the requirements and controls that you're already familiar with since you've implemented your ISO 27001 system. Then you need to tailor step five is to tailor the guidance to your specific controls that you're using. This document has general guidelines, but you need to adapt them to the specific contest risks, objectives, and so on of your organization. The size could make a difference as to how you use this document, the nature of your information assets applicable laws, regulatory requirements, and you may be in a, an industry where you have some industry specific considerations to take into account when you're trying to assess the effectiveness of your controls. Step six is to implement the measurement process. So you design the process first using 27,008 as a guideline, and then you implement the process and 27,008 is going to help you create a structured and systematic measurement process as opposed to just kind of taking a stab in the dark and seeing what you come up with. And of course, like any good structured approach, 
if you think in the plan, do check act approach we've heard for, for the last 80 years uh, from Deming, you'd start with establishing objectives, selecting measurement methods, uh, defining indicators and metrics. That's the planning part. Then for the doing part, you'd be collecting the data, analyzing the data, and then reporting the results. And the acting would be making any changes you need to your controls to improve the security of your system and improve the protection you're giving to all your information assets. Information is everywhere, Howard, and uh, it's like rust. It never sleeps. It's, and it always uh, pops up when you least expect it. Least expect it. That's right. And if you just get your, your uh, internet service provider to send you some reports, you'll see you have hundreds of attacks every day on your system that it, it, it never sleeps either. The attacks are out there. There's always somebody in in um, Dakota, in the Dakotas, in their basement of their parents' place, somebody trying to hack into your system. And uh, you know, new, new devices are coming up every day, new malware, uh, new penetration devices, new um, brute force uh, yeah, access and so on. And the, the, so the result of this, these first six steps brings us to the seventh step, which is continual improvement. If you're not getting better with your information security controls, it's going to feel like you're getting worse. Even if you stay the same, even if you leave all the controls the same, I guess now that I think about it, technically, if you're not improving your system, you actually are becoming more vulnerable. So in fact, if you're not improving, you're getting worse or you're getting weaker and no one would want, no one can really afford the inconvenience of, for example, um, the ransomware, if you, it's so debilitating for companies. We had a company here in Canada last summer, um, just actually had, had an event here where a, a national chain, actually, I think it's both our nations. Canada and the U.S., the whole Western Hemisphere, the uh, chapters, Indigo, some of you may recognize those names. They couldn't do business for three days. They lost millions and millions of dollars worth of sales. And without the computers operating, they couldn't even have the stores open because they couldn't register the book to sell it. They couldn't take cash because the sales weren't working. I imagine that one of the results of this was that they probably separated their systems so that if it happened again, they still would have a system that they could operate with and make everybody, uh, or or at least sell some books to try to stave off too much of a negative hit. So just to summarize, this document, 27,008, gives you some guidance on how to do this kind of assessment. Again, it's different from an internal audit, which is the ISO 27007 document. 27008, it, it, again, it's a guideline, not a set of specific requirements. It's ultimately up to your organization to interpret and implement the standard in a, in a manner that aligns with your specific needs and objectives. Every single organization is completely unique. 
And each organization, even because of the employees in these organizations, that makes you even more further unique because even if you had everything automated, the way employees are using the automated system is going to make a difference into, into about how safe you are, how secure you are, and how, how your information is protected or not. There could be some professionals in your area that could help you. There are many consultants that have expertise in 27,008. And that's how you'd get a good handle to see if it was specifically or, or to see if it was well implemented in your own organization. So there you have it. Lots of good guidance in ISO 27008 to give you some ideas on how to actually assess your controls other than rather than just, I guess you could call it going beyond the internal audit and getting deeper and putting a, a, a more of a magnifying glass on each in, individual control. And there you have it. Fantastic. And it, it would seem to me that our information management system professionals out there, if, if this is not on their radar, it should be, and it would also demonstrate not only their com commitment, but also communicate to their leadership. Here's why it's important. Here's an additional activity that, uh, it can be. The, the, the benefits can justify the, the cost to, to go through these controls and, and assess their impact. Oh, absolutely. And it's just like going to the gym and you make your controls stronger and your business is healthier. Yeah. You make, you don't take the time to make your controls st stronger. Your business gets weaker, just yeah. like muscles. I guess you could, you could all, all your 93 controls as the muscle system of your organization. And if you find ways through this document, 27,008, find ways to really look at how well these muscles are working. Find out if you can use, maybe, maybe change your diet, get more protein, maybe go to heavier weights, uh, working a little harder, do more penetration testing, try some brute force logins, that kind of thing. Could be all kinds of stuff you could do. But until you actually take a look at your controls on their own with this document, you're really missing out on a great opportunity to protect your information even better than you thought you could. Perfect. Excellent. Now, before we head out today, uh, what is going to be in store for our next episode? Well, as if examining controls in Annex A wasn't exciting enough. And I'm sure our listeners are on the edge of their seats. Of course. Next time we're going to look into the supply chain. Everybody who's listening to this podcast ha has a supply chain of some kind or other. And needless to say, your supply chain is uh, a great opportunity for bad actors to worm their way into your information, into your information and find their way through your information security. The first, uh, or the next episode will be, it's on, it's called ISO. Then they put a slash IEC. 
ISO IEC 27,036-1. And that's just uh, guide, uh, overview, guidance, high-level examination of how to manage your supply chain. And so it's like many of these documents, just like the one today, 27,008. It's a guidance document. There's no shells in there. There just should. So they tell you what you should do. But 27,036, the, the podcast after the next podcast, it's 27,036-2. It's called Supplier Relationships-Requirements. So you could uh, you can actually build things into your management system that you could, where you could demonstrate that you have met these particular requirements in ISO 27,036-2. So dash one is the overview, high level stuff. Dash two will be the requirements in the following podcast. Okay. So we're going to split those two up, not have them as the same. Two separate podcasts. Okay. Fantastic. Yep. Well, we will yep. look forward Absolutely. to that. Very good, Jim. Thanks again for having me on today. And I look forward to our next event, uh, figuring out how we can protect ourselves better for information security by looking at our supply chain. Very good. Very good. Well, we had a great episode today. And uh, of course, for our listeners' benefit, we're going to provide links back uh, to the Simplify ISO website if they'd like to learn more about you and the work that you're doing. Uh, as well as to the International Management System Institute, if they are considering uh, becoming a certified ISO management system professional. And we'll also share uh, the social links if our listeners would like to learn more about you and your work uh, via LinkedIn and YouTube. That's okay for you. Excellent. I'm looking forward to meeting more of our listeners sometime. I just mentioned one thing as well. Feel free to drop us a line anytime. You can meet, reach me at Simplify ISO. There's a contact tab there, IMSI, right. International Management System. There's a contact tab there. And if you want to leave any comments, um, feel free to do that. And as you've always mentioned, Howard, we're available on all the major podcast distribution channels. You got it. You got it. Well, we'll do all that. And many of the distribution channels also have the ability to uh, leave comments uh, and reviews about the individual episode. So that's important as well. So for our listening community, you have multiple paths to get this great content and also to learn more about the, uh, the profession of being an ISO management system professional, as well as to the entities like Simplify ISO and the International Management System Institute. Okay, Jim. So we will see you uh, on a date to be determined right after this yes. podcast is over. It won't be too long, folks. This episode that you're listening to uh, will be up. We're expecting the week of July 17th. So that's next week. And uh, in the meantime, uh, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, go out there, have a phenomenal week. Stay cool. And oh, and before I forget, if folks, if you'd like to learn more about my coaching work, you can find me at uh, foxcoaching.com. And if you have any inquiries about our podcasting services, uh, that is available as well. And you can also find me on LinkedIn. And of course, we're going to provide all of the backlinks up on this episode's 
show notes. Okay, go out there, have a phenomenal day, stay cool, and we will see you on a future episode of the ISO Review Podcast. Take care now.